Welcome to the Industries in Motion podcast from RBC Capital Markets, where we take the time to explore what's new and what's next in today's fast-moving industries to help you stay ahead of the curve. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclosures. My name is Peter Dawkins, and I'm the product manager here in London, UK with RBC Capital Markets. And I'm delighted today to be joined by Tom Narayan, the global head of our auto and auto parts team. And I think it will be a really interesting discussion because we're going to get Tom to talk about his views for 2023. And in the context of an industry that, largely speaking, was probably one of the most disrupted during COVID, uh, I think it'll be quite interesting to hear about his views going forward. So maybe we can start with that, Tom. You know, maybe you can give us a high-level overview of, of your key thoughts about the industry going into 2023. Yeah, I think as we go into 2023 globally, autos faces three primary main topic areas that folks are focused on. One is vehicle pricing and what happens there. The second is global auto production, what happens there. And finally, how electrification is progressing. So maybe if we pick up with that first theme of, of pricing, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, I think there was quite an aggressive ramp up in pricing uh, in, in the very recent past. What was behind that change in pricing and what really drove that? Yeah, that's really the main theme that's been happening the past few years is tremendous price inflation on a retail lever for, for buying a car. And the real reason for this has been supply-driven, not really demand-driven. You've had the pandemic, which resulted in shutdowns and car making. You also had semiconductor chip availability problems, as a lot of people during the pandemic bought laptops and tablets and cell phones. And really, car makers went the back of the line in getting semiconductors. And for these reasons, you've had car makers selectively putting the components that were in limited supply they have on higher priced vehicles. And consumers were cash rich during the pandemic. A lot of stimulus came in to help them buy things like high priced EVs. Really were forced to buy higher priced cars because the automakers selectively put the limited supply of components on them. So the, the recent story has been one of strong prices. What are we seeing, what, are, what do we think for 2023 in terms of pricing? So we actually are kind of below the consensus view. We think that pricing is gonna fall. Now it could be supported in the first half of the year because of really strong order backlog, but really in the second half of the year, I think you're gonna start seeing pricing start to fall. And so if we do see those prices come down, what, what do you think that means for, for the auto manufacturers? What kind of impact will that have on them? Yeah, typically uh, you buy automaker stocks when pricing goes up and you sell them when pricing goes down. And the main reason for that is pricing drops directly to the bottom line and really affects profitability. So it's clear that pricing is a really important part of this, this view and this thesis. So what actually gives you the confidence that that pricing will come down as much as you expect? Well, we really look at U.S. data and try to extrapolate that globally. We don't really have a lot of European data. So when we look at U.S. data, we notice a few things. First of all, used car prices have fallen sharply, and that translates to trade-in values coming down, which does impact new car pricing. We also have inventory pricing. Uh, inventory levels actually come uh, back up, and that correlates to new car pricing coming down. And also you have um, a lot of the higher margin and higher priced uh, components and cars that were sold during the pandemic and in recent years. They were demanded really by consumers that could afford it. And now the ones that are left because they couldn't get lower priced cars are the ones really picking up the slack on demand. 
So we really expect pricing to come, come down as a result of that. You also have the economic downturn in, in Europe being a potential uh, issue. And then finally, we've already seen some automakers cut pricing, notably Tesla and Ford. So at the top of that answer, you, you did mention that we're really using U.S. data to, to make these conclusions. You know, how comfortable are you with that? And, and what makes you feel secure in the fact that we can use the correlation that we're maybe seeing in the U.S. over here in, in, in Europe? Yeah, that is true. There are some differences between the U.S. and Europe. Notably, in Europe, you have a higher penetration of premium vehicles, and these consumers are usually um, less price sensitive, and they can afford higher pricing. You also have a higher percentage of corporate and fleet cars, and here companies will subsidize consumers. So in this event, higher priced, car, higher priced uh, cars can be absorbed by companies and fleet cars. So there's some differences. But even with all of this, you know, you still have the potential for an economic downturn in Europe. You have the fact that a lot of the higher priced cars have already been sold. And now the consumers who want cars or the ones that couldn't get them before are probably more economically sensitive. So we really think for all of these reasons, it's still the fact that Europe will probably still see the same issues the U.S. have. We believe used car pricing is also falling in Europe. Probably inventory levels are increasing as well. For all these reasons, we think it's probably going to happen globally, not just in the U.S. So if I take you on pricing, it's clear that maybe it's not the most positive environment for, for the auto manufacturers. But maybe it's not all bad. Do you see this being made up for in volume or, or kind of how does this all wash out in the end? Yeah, typically when you have pricing coming down, it's actually good for volumes, right? Um, however, when we really look at what's happening globally, we have uncertainty in China. We have this economic downturn looming in Europe. And we also have the fact that a lot of the cars that have already been sold are these higher priced cars. So the people who want cars now going forward, unfortunately, they're more economically sensitive. If there is a recession or a downturn that gets severe, even a mild one, that's going to impact demand. We actually forecast auto production globally up only 1%. IHS, the main global prognosticator on a third party level, forecast 4% growth. Okay, and that is quite different then. If we switch gears here maybe a bit to electric vehicles, the energy transition, you know, clearly pricing is a, is a big component of a consumer's purchasing decision. Do you see the, all the momentum that we're seeing in electric vehicles being challenged by this current environment, or, or how do you see that playing out? Interestingly enough, electrification has been the bright spot in autos. During the pandemic and even after that fact, a big reason for this is government stimulus that came during the pandemic was attached to electrification. The other big factor, and we've really done a lot of work on this with our data science team, RVC Elements, is public charging, notably in Western Europe, has improved dramatically through the past few years. You know, we've scrubbed tens of thousands of, tens of, thousands of charging point locations in Western Europe, and we've normalized them for things like housing. You know, people are more likely to charge at home. Um, also, EV penetration levels where they are, it's still only in the low, in high single digits, low double digit percentages in Western Europe and also time for charging. When you normalize for these things and housing, what you realize is the vehicle density per charging point in Western Europe is actually not that far away from the vehicle density per petrol station in Western Europe. So this is usually bring, comes up as the number one concern uh, consumers have in Western Europe is range anxiety. 
But our work suggests that perhaps this isn't as bad. And we think that's been one of the key drivers for why EVs have sold so well. So the demand is there. I guess one more question on EVs, if I may, is what is that going to do to profitability? You know, with this kind of inflationary environment, electric vehicles cost more to produce. Uh, what's going to happen to the profitability if they're having a harder time selling these electric vehicles? And, and do you think maybe ICE vehicles are going to make a, a comeback, if you will? Yeah, this we see is the biggest medium-term issue for the auto industry is selling EVs. And not only is because pricing is coming down, but also the raw materials used to make batteries, and there are a few key ones, notably lithium, have seen tremendous cost inflation in uh, recent years and months even. And we think what probably will happen is governments will come in and step in and support consumers as they have along the way, push through incentives, and also perhaps be more lenient on permitting for miners to produce some of these raw materials. So even though we see a lot of these headwinds taking place, we still think EVs are the way to go and consumers want them. And at the end of the day, governments will be supportive in their adoption. That's great, Tom. Thank you so much for your time today. It is quite clear that 2023 will remain a very interesting year for the industry. And, and it's really great to have you on today to, to share your views of, of what the key themes might be. So just thank you very much for your time today. And, and I look forward to seeing how this year plays out. Thanks for having me. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives.